Welcome to the Yellow Pill Podcast. My name is Wale. And my name is Toby. Each week, we take on familiar dilemmas and wicked problems that we all face. On the Yellow Pill, you can expect intimate conversations and provocative questions that can change the way you experience the world. So, shall we begin? Hello to everyone. Welcome back to Yellow Pill Podcast. Welcome back to Season 8, Episode 5. Yes, halfway there. Isn't that brilliant? This episode, we're joined by two, again, repeat guests. Two guests we always welcome on our podcast anytime. Two of our very good friends, Diola and Biola. And we want to talk about something quite important, which is the idea of voluntary and involuntary singlehood. Now, if you've been on podcast for a minute, you probably know that we're now spoken a lot in different bits about the breakdown of community, you know, the emphasize, we've emphasized the decline of marriage, we've emphasized the rise of singlehood. But I've actually never actually sat down to talk about singlehood as a phenomenon and the understanding of our need or our lack of need for companionship. And this episode, we thought we'd do that with our good mates, um, two, two girls as well, to have both perspectives for both um both sexes and i think it worked really well and we spoke about you know the idea of being single and the idea of how we navigate whether it's voluntary or involuntary what we think the benefits are and what we think you know the pros and cons are in essence of being single but also from our perspective we also spoke about how our new world is changing how we perceive and um, what is good and what is what isn't in essence and i think it was a very good way to understand you know what what factors or what influences can make a single life satisfying for example and how can we appraise the life of being single and obviously to bring some research into this as well to look at how researchers understood motivations and reason why people remain single even when they don't want to be so it was a it was a, was a wonderful episode I'll, I'll say a full of banter but also moments of um deep dives into the idea of being single and i hope you guys enjoy it. i hope you guys can relate and i hope you guys take something from me and as well have fun while listening to it because we had fun making it as well enjoy folks catch you at the end well yeah ladies um honestly glad to have you on board um thank you again. for joining us again thank you for letting us come this is your last third episode and Biola's second yeah She's a three-time and Biola's a two-time today. And Biola's first time was just three-time ring wearer. Hope you wasn't Oh, I was even referring to boxing. Three-time champion. Three. Yeah. Yeah. You know what it is. Um. No, but yeah, I think Biola's first time was with Okwe, which mm-hmm. which yeah. you guys linked up in Lagos, and I saw my Instagram randomly. It was just so weird. Um, I mean, thank you for the <laughs> You're welcome. I guess. Um. But yeah, like I think. Obviously, I didn't give you guys a full brief of the chat. I just gave you a hint of the chat. Kind of deliberate, to be fair. Also, kind of circumstance because I didn't want to. I didn't want to. Con- I didn't want to. What's the word? Constrain the conversation along a certain line too much. Um, I felt I should give yeah. some room, and because we also have a good level of familiarity amongst ourselves as well, which is great. Um, never really happened on a podcast like this. Um, we tend to have guests that we know partially or acquainted with, or not very well. Um, so I thought, yeah, so I, so I thought I would keep that um, documents out of the messages for, for a while and just let this unfold naturally in a way. But primarily, I think I want to talk about the idea of um, singlehood and mostly from the voluntary and involuntary aspect. And 
why I wanted two ladies on this call particularly was also me trying to look out for all my brothers in the world as well. Mm. <laughs> um, not only a case of your own experience in life okay. since you were born, but also um, some things I think I want you guys to draw out from your experience that I think um, all the men listening who want to become better men can hear and, you know, think about and probably work mm. on. So including myself mm. as well. Toby, is, is that a cheeky smile you have there? <laughs> oh no, I'm just I'm just smiling. <laughs> See, let's dive into this episode. Yeah. All this all this all this preamble you're doing. <laughs> One second. Why I think I might have to switch off from the headphones. Uh, okay, no. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah. But oh. Toby, why is your blood uh rushing like this? But oh, carry on, Joe. Just let's let's carry on. Let's carry on. But yeah, um, so just for anybody who maybe might be living under a rock, um, <laughs> singlehood is obviously state of being single, right? And I, and I, and I don't mean that like in the de- definition, li- literally, right? And I don't mean that in the sense of you just waiting to get married, but also just being in a state of not paired up with anyone, not paired up with anybody. Thank you for coming out, coming there without saving words. Um, <laughs> But I think we've already kind of done the introduction of who is single and who is not on this chat, right? So we're, um, so we're not going to go back there again. Um, we have. What? Okay. I we know, I, I didn't... At the start, yeah, didn't we? we? <laughs> no. Everybody, please. She, she was. Say your name on your... Say your name on your... Facebook house will be like... Uh, Let's, let's take it back. Yeah. Nah, I I think we'll pass. I think we'll pass. Um why are you passing? Well, anyways, everyone right, will specify when they start then. talking about something. Alright, let's you start now. So my name is Wally. Mm-hmm. As you guys know on the podcast, <laughs> right? And my status is not single. All right. Sorry? Isn't that what Jella yeah. said? What? <laughs> Let's, let's <laughs> okay, moving on. Toby, Toby, you're next. My name is Toby and I'm single. Please. Why are you adding please? please. <laughs> <laughs> What's the please supposed to do? Like, do it yeah. so. Okay, so my name is Yola, mm. and I'm single till I'm married. Basically. Ah, so that's what you define. Okay, interesting. Ah. <laughs> Fair mm. enough. Mm. Interesting. All right. Okay. Final person. My name is Diola and I am Diola. <laughs> <laughs> See how this phone is. Nice. See um, this phone is. Nice. I am single. Okay. Mm. Um. So we've gotten out of the way. Fantastic. All right. I think Diola's response is one I'm going to write down. Sing, single until <laughs> you're married. That's a yeah. new. That that one itself is a new angle. Um. Not really. Not really. When they give you a medical form and they ask you to fill your status, what will you put? Ah, ladies, <laughs> are we going that deep? Because <laughs> you're not married, so. <laughs> okay, so let me just um, put out a question out there to kick off with. Um, I think, do you guys think singlehood itself is positioned as less desirable? Sorry? Um, do you guys think singlehood, being single, is often positioned? Either across society's discourse or across interpersonal conversations, has been less desi- less desirable than being romantically involved with someone 
being single in your early 20s is a vibe like you can't tell me you can't tell me any different um I know we look at people well certain in certain climates you look at people in relationships and like you just look feel sorry for them like oh why are you so tied down this early why are you so like restricted and all of that when you're supposed to be out having fun enjoying your best life and not being so like being in a relationship or being single either one whatever you are it should be fine but like being single is not necessarily a bad thing at that point in life but <clears throat> when you start creeping over 25 <laughs> it, starts, it starts to flip a little bit yeah yeah so to answer Wally's question about um, do I feel like being single makes you less desirable? not you is it is it positioned but okay like yeah positioned generally like in society honestly I feel like yes and no because right now what me I'm saying is well maybe back then in our like um, mother's generation yes definitely. They'll be like, oh, what's wrong with you? Why are you not married yet? You get maybe you're too picky or, or maybe you're not wifey material or whatever. But right now, it's even, I feel like it's the opposite because it's like a lot of young women are now like really mm-hmm. established and they like have a lot of things going on for themselves and now translates to, oh, um, you are now too picky because you are this way. So I'm like everything. And I'm like, okay, I need to find somebody that's going to match. Right? Match, match my status. So, it yeah. doesn't, so I'm not, or the person being single, I'm not like, or that age category, mm-hmm. not necessarily undesirable, but um, you just can't find a good match. Or like your standards are now like really high. Yes. That's a very interesting point because um, I did read as well that um, in Nigeria, one of the reasons why, because naturally, um, from a view of evolution, evolution, um, men would marry, generally speaking, for anybody listening, I'm not saying. Like all the caveats and all the the primers. (laughs) (laughs) Generally speaking, men would marry on their level and marry down, Mm -hmm. while women would marry on their level and marry up. Right, and simple reasons for that is women obviously have much more cost to have a pregnancy and um, an age desirability of mid preferences. So, but then if you now combine that with with coming from Nigeria, where which I read as well, where our economy has gone down every year since like we became democrat demo, democracy, well not every year, but like particularly in the early two thousands and to date, men are now. And also because if if that we have a lot more youth, as as you already imagine, we have a lot more young men, young guys who are probably unemployed and probably don't have as much economic standing to settle down. If, yeah. if, now, if you don't pair that one up with the biological evolutionary perspective I just raised before, it creates what you just said, Biola, as yeah. as that thing going on. Okay, so before we move on, um, I thought I'd do a bit of trivia, which I like to do. Um, not trivia, but question game for you all. Um, so there's generally several reasons why people claim why they are single um, across the world, right? Across all studies. And I put out a couple of reasons that were said. And I'll probably read out all. And you guys tell me which ones, which ones, which ones, which ones, which ones you align with. So typically what you get is there's about eight, nine of them. Um, one is not meeting the right person. Two, not meeting the potential partner. 
Three is marginal priority in their life. Four, importance of other things in life, maybe career, whatever. Five, choice of being single. Six, difficulties in creative relationships due to certain problems. Seven, fear that relationships will not work. So again, maybe anxiety, anxious personality types. Eight, fear of commitment, quite common. Nine, belief that all good partners are already taken. Already taken. <laughs> then it's like that one. <laughs> all the good men are gone. Even, um, I was listening to another podcast recently and then they said something like, you know, the streets are hard when all the bad men are starting to get married. Yeah, I saw that. That was that was 90s baby shoes, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. (laughs) That was funny. Even the bad ones are being taken. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Funny enough, I I think based on the list that you read, the first like the first couple of them, like one to four or five, I think it feels like even arranged it very differently. So one to four and five is a bit more like you want to be in a relationship, but certain factors are not. And then the last ones were almost like a deliberate. Sort of like decision, yeah. Good observation, yeah. Yeah, um, but for me, yeah, I think more, more in the first category. Either finding the right person, also you know, a bit focused on a couple of other things. It's not as pressured at the at the moment, uh, but definitely not like a fear of commitment or a. I guess if you're single, you're kind of yeah, a choice. Like obviously, if you're not running away from it, then you're still making a choice to be single in that sense. But I won't rank that as high. Can you put one on your top list, bro? Is um, that possible? Yeah, I'd say it's uh, probably finding the right person, but that's debatable as well. So, um, well, what was what was the second so one? So, not meeting the right person, yeah, not meeting potential partners, marginal like, priority. How are those two not the same? So, so potential partner means like somebody who you want, actually want to settle down I with. Think, I think, right? I think, while the first one is think, more obviously. I think that's my own potential okay. partner. Potential yeah, I, think, I think the potential partner one and the right person one is like you can meet a bunch of potential like girls get to laugh at this because like there can be a bunch of potentials just because you're a potential doesn't mean you're the right person and that's exactly that's just exactly. Exactly. some people yeah. are more focused on you might actually one. is it possible for the right person not to be a, a potential, potential? No. So no. you can have a no. bunch of potentials and not have the right person. But if right you have person, person, yeah. potential potential. Oh, right. okay, okay. Yeah, yeah. So my mind is more one. Uh potentials are definitely there. It's just more like So that and, and so that means that what you guys are saying is that none of you, for example, believe that all the good part all the good patterns are already taken. All the good partners, that's the most important one now. All the good partners are already taken. Yeah. So, well, on 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 this good partner issue, there's actually a bit of not data sort of that supports it, but the idea is that um, earlier on, like people that are more likely to settle down, which most people qualify as good partners, people that are thinking of long term things, they usually happen to find themselves earlier, right? So this is why you see like high school sweethearts, you know, guys yeah. in university they get married. If you look at all the couples that you kind of like, I guess a large percentage of couples have been together like from when they were much younger or. Now, recently, we're seeing guys that meet and in like six months, 12 months, they're kind of like, you know, tying the knots. But I think that that's a more recent thing. But the idea is that the older you grow, the more, I guess, the more, the less likely it is to like find someone that really checks a lot of the boxes sometimes. Because again, maybe the person is interesting. They like the same things you like, but they live in a different city or, you know, there's just a lot more factors to consider that while you're in uni or growing up. 
you guys are more in concentric circles and everything just fits and there's less to consider and less like compromise to make in that sense uh yeah and but I that, think that's kind of like supporting the whole thing and i think the older you go yeah. as well grow you already become more set in your ways that's what as, I was about. As, yeah. as well so it's, it's, <laughs> you also become more traumatized and <laughs> your baggage that, increases see like the certain things that you were so oblivious to when you were younger that you wouldn't have even considered as a factor that now you're like oh i'm not gonna go for someone that does this or i'm not gonna go for someone that does this i'm not gonna go for and before you were just like oh let me just meet somebody i like like mm. the list was a lot shorter when you were exactly yeah. like you're just like okay someone that treats me nice you're not really looking at finances you're not looking at career because you guys mm. will figure that out together yeah. eventually mm. now you're looking at all of that when before it was just like yeah always he's nice and <laughs> we should be wearing the same course like <laughs> You shall not fail in because yeah. now that, oh, he needed to be earning a certain amount, working this hard. Like, you guys would get to that bridge and cross it together and figure out what works with both of you. But now you're already expecting someone that already lives up to that certain level or that certain standard because mm. maybe you've already tried and worked with someone that... We're not doing that again. We're not doing that. We're not doing struggle love. Come correct. <laughs> So, sorry, well, but do we think one of those choices or directions is healthier, right? Not, not like saying one is bad or one is good, but like, is there one that is healthier? Because, it, funny enough, I think if you if you talk to some people at the further end of the funnel, right? I think it kind of like comes back to that point where they're like, look, I just need someone that is going to give me peace, right? At some point, like it almost feels like you know, between sixteen and whatever age, maybe t- early twenties, you have that. Oh, you know, as long as we're in the same course and we like each other, then you get to this like adult life of maybe tw- mid twenties to like late thirties, early forties, and you kind of like you know have this high standards, quote unquote. And then post forties, if you're kind of like you're still in that state, you're just looking for someone that'll give you peace of mind. Just so back to- yeah, exactly, <laughs> reverse back. So, so what do we think is the healthier? Yeah, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> it lives in the area. But what do you think is the what do you think is the healthier option here? Just just wondering. Um it's hard to say to be honest. For me, someone that like give you peace of mind, like someone that is more straightforward and direct is honestly always going to be the healthier option, no matter how much you want to sugarcoat it. Yeah. It's just easier when it's just easier when you meet someone and your stars already aligned, things are already straight. Yeah, things are straightforward. Um, yeah, you have to make some um compromise here and there, but it's nothing too crazy. It's always going to be the healthier. And some people are lucky and some people yeah. are not. So that's just it. Like so- that's what I was just well it doesn't matter like you're not always presented with both options like it's not mm, like yeah, everyone true, has yeah. the high school sweethearts like high school mm. what <laughs> like um, like um recently on fa- on facebook i saw some people i went to secondary school with they even went to the same primary school they've been together t- since um js1 they just got mm. engaged i'm like just so christy <laughs> like, so like with that kind of situation they obviously grew together and like mm. grew yeah. around each other and and that works for them but when you've been growing as a separate individual over here and the other person's growing and learning as a separate individual over there then you guys now maybe come together as fully formed people and you can make something work 
that's one option that's great. Or you guys have grown around each other and have compromised to make something work over here. They're both good options, but mm. you're not always presented with both. You get what you get in life. Like you don't get to determine what straws are drawn for you in that kind of situation. I'm not going to answer that. But which one, but Dela, which one do you think is the healthier option? Which one? They're both, they're both healthy options because as long as the high school one or whatever situation, you're not compromising with like things that are toxic like if so, if somebody's physically abusive and things that are too far you're not saying oh because we've been together for so long i'm going to stay here and yeah. you're not like letting like basic standards drop because you've been with someone for that amount of time and then on the other hand you're not dropping your values because you think time is clicking and you just want to you you just think you can make anything work because right. you become yeah. so so moldable in this situation so mm-hmm. there's a certain level of don't let the basics drop but mm. either one is fine depending yeah. on wherever um, you Toby feel. we should yeah. also keep in mind that as well as me and you, as me and you are also talking as well today we also have to feel free to be able to point out the unsay issues but the drawbacks in what we think um women probably um take action on i say that because even though i mentioned to Diola and Biola at the start that 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 they should also that this is also for us guys who are listening to to take mm-hmm. some notes. We should mm-hmm. also play that role as well for you want um, to give women notes. <laughs> not not notes. I'm not I'm not I'm not saying I'll give women notes. Um, it's the way I'm, she I'm, said I'm sure, this for me. I'm, sure, I'm, I'm sure women are doing okay on their own, but like yeah. everyone every, everyone needs just everyone who wants to be just honest insight, about things. Just insights into the other person's needs, perspective, needs, pretty yeah. much. That's but on that note as well, I want to pick yeah. um, your brains, Biola and Diola, from very quickly on this. Um, I mentioned last episode, well, depending on when you listen to this, but episode we did with, of the episode we did, yeah, just me and you, Toby, episode four, mm. Peter Pan Syndrome. Yeah. I spoke briefly about what I felt was a trend. Might be a bias trend in my head. I'm not sure. Let me ask you guys where I think there seems like there's some indecisiveness trend that might be plaguing us men now and today. And I, my base point for coming to this thought was because I just thought that when I was younger for myself, it felt like when I, when I, had, when I met a girl that I liked or when I met somebody that I just thought was cute, whatever, particularly I will say from like 400 level to a secondary school, like it was always so easy to just say, okay, I like this girl and I'll just do everything to get my girlfriend, right? And, and at that point, I wasn't thinking about, oh, I wasn't, I wasn't evaluating, oh, well, what if I do this? What if I go here? What if I go there? Then back then it was just like, boom, nothing else matters. This, this is my option. But I think as I grew up, as I, after, particularly after um, uni, I began to think more of other things. When, when you meet somebody that, that, that you like, like you're thinking about, um, okay, where am I going to be? X, Y, Z. Do I have enough? X, Y, Z. So I don't know whether you guys think that is as a function of growing up or that's a function of a society where everything we live by is it's a case of picking a choice because we're on this swipe, swipe, swipe culture. We're on this culture where the next best thing is better. On this culture where Amazon Prime brings everything so quickly. Um, it's so funny you like, said that because I think I had a conversation with Viola about myself and this kind of perspective because um I've had the same kind of view where it's like when I was in secondary school I think I was just first of all obviously approaching this from a female perspective not like I like someone and I would go after them but if someone liked me 
that was enough like oh my god this person likes me like great like not every day somebody like oh wow you like me let's be boyfriend boyfriend and girlfriend and nowadays it's more like nice you like me but give me a minute let me think about it let me analyze it does it really make sense for me um is this going to be and then we're also thinking about marriage like Mm. is this also going to be my final bus stop am I okay with you being my final bus stop like is Mm. you liking me and us liking each other is not enough anymore like yeah but the difference between now and then is that back now you're now sexually mature and now and now you're evaluating whether a guy's (laughs) a guy's word for like you means I, I'm, I'm going to spend time with you and, and hold your hand down the street versus I just want to, you know, kiss you and, and make out with you. Or yeah, so def- Definitely. I think it's definitely a function of growth. Like, obviously, when we're in uni, what we were thinking of at that point was, okay, let me just graduate. And we kind of had that sense of, like, permanence, but it was not really permanent because mm. it was just four yeah. years. Well, I mean, back then, four years seemed like a very long time, right? So, yeah, I think that's just, it's just, it's growth, really. And you'll be surprised. Hopefully, we'll not get to, <laughs> we'll not get to miss our 30 of marriage. But if we are now 30 plus and not married, you'll just be surprised that a whole lot of things that we're not considering when we are like 27 now, right? Now, because now we'll be considering house living like so many situations mm. so it's, it's, it's literally just growth definitely yeah mm. for me uh interesting that you guys mentioned this because uh, so for me i think early on i i would say i'd start to factor a bit more things but honestly i think it's also like you said as i said a function of age as you grow older there's just more variables to consider um like yeah so pretty much and the complications of even, I think maybe DLA, you can also relate to this. When you then move away from home, right, and you're in a different country, you then start to realize there's a lot more <laughs> variables to then consider oh my God, in addition yes. to that as well. And I think it only started to dawn on me a bit recently when I realized that, okay, I- I'm here and it's definitely limited my options in some kind of way. Not saying I can't be with someone that isn't Nigerian and that I don't plan to be, but it's just the dynamics are just very different. I went home briefly for like what two a week, like three months ago, and the was energy just felt more. It, yeah, and it was like ten days, but the energy felt very different, and I felt like I don't know, there was just more. I don't know. There was just more of what I felt for me. The Lagos with. you left was not Lagos you came back from. <laughs> <laughs> that, 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 that's what yeah, it was. Wow. That's what like, it was. Yeah. Yo, I don't like to hear. I'm, I'm scared of going to Lagos. I'm scared because <laughs> <laughs> the Lagos I know. I know Lagos I left is not one I. And, and, and I'm not speaking about security. No, 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 not that. I mean just about yeah. the landscape. No, I mean like because like yeah. when I'm seeing on stories, I'm like. <clears throat> about like bbl like everywhere <laughs> oh wow <laughs> that, one is, that, one is, that one is another level yeah that's actually a trend that seems to be great like the physical yeah. preferences that you left the attitude change the world yeah mm-hmm. now everything has changed it's, yeah yeah and it's, it's honestly very scary yeah, like, um, yeah so yeah um so to be fair like obviously we all had ages that we were targeting like oh not targeting but assumptions that by this time you know xyz would have happened blah 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 um <laughs> and you know obviously for for like i feel being a woman is a, is a bit more complicated because you by default 100%. are yeah you're somehow on the receiving end so you almost have to like quote unquote wait for something to come your way like it, it's not as much in your control as a guy deciding oh okay now i'm ready and stuff like that which 
is has its own problems in and of itself. Um, but yeah, but so for me, sometimes I look back and I'm like, okay, I didn't exactly plan for this period that I'm in to be to still be in this phase. And I'm like, I didn't. Okay, know. yes, it's like okay, what what exactly do I then do moving forward? And you know, what's the deal? And obviously, like you look around, you left, right, there's people that are settled down and things like that. And one part of you wants that, but the other part of you is also like. Okay, like I'm not actually ready for that, and you know, yeah, yeah, and it's just this whole thing. I'm I'm not gonna lie, yeah. If I didn't do a PhD, I I I honestly think I'll be settled down by now. I'm 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 not I'm not lying. I swear to God, I I your own is my choice. My choice, and I'm like, yeah, PhD, and that kind of delayed things in the brain. Well, not in the way you freaking put it. This boy needs to be dragged today. Please carry on. Like you already have better you want to marry or what? Because I'm not understanding. Uh-huh. No. Where's that coming? I didn't say that. I was, I I that. that yeah. No, I meant like like I meant like if I wasn't doing a PhD, right? If I was just mm-hmm. if I just went to start to hustle and start working or whatever mm-hmm. after undergrad or after uh, yeah, but how, about, how about people who did that mm-hmm. and it's offline who get married to yeah. that's no, what they didn't my, want to okay no, me, say, like, me saying that wasn't meant yeah. to lead to this kind of this kind of no but it has led here it, 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 it was just me trying to say like <laughs> if i do not move <laughs> if i don't move out of home to a new environment where mm-hmm. there's that that is physical environment that is not like home yeah, just like me that I stayed at home. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, well, it, it, yeah, well, I, I, I feel like this is a grass is greener on the other side of thing, right? Because I, I feel the same way sometimes. Like, what well, if I didn't live in Niger or greener. something? If you guys, let me just tell you, most like of men, the, the top reason, mm. well, let me not say the top, one of the top two reasons why I stayed back and I was, I felt very strongly about like staying here until I, at least I find somebody. Then we moved together if we decided to move. It was because of this husband situation and situation. <laughs> now I have stayed I'm and still. there's nobody. So <laughs> you can't tell me. And I feel I have done everything by the books. I've done everything right. I've grown my businesses. I've made a name for myself. So what's happening? Please, can somebody tell me that? Okay. On on so, that note, right. On that note. <laughs> Well, Jella, you know, I Jella. need to say something Jella. about what you said. Oh my god! <laughs> it is the audacity of men because uh-uh. <laughs> you people are in the position oh, to pick and choose how your life plays out. Say that again. You've you've you are in a position to pick and choose how your life plays out. You've decided that okay, I want to pursue a PhD, which is going to delay when I decide that I want to get married. Meanwhile, you're like okay, if I had decided to stay. I would, I would have picked a wife. I would have done. I would have asked this, her to oh my marry. God! This, this, this is not. This is this is not what I said. This, this is not what I said. This is a classic case of. That is what. That's so what it's like you have now. Like if we say, if I. That's how you're interpreting I, it, and I get you're interpreting it from 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 the idea of the fact that we live in a patriarchal patriarchal world. I get that. But that was no frame of reference. Yeah, in- <laughs> no, 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 don't don't pity me. I have nothing to hide. I'm not I'm not I'm not trying to relationships. You feel like your relationship and your relationship decisions have been mainly within your control. And like I said, deciding to that is fairly true. 
Deciding to delay a marriage or whatever, that has been within your control and you've decided to make that decision, which is fair enough. It's the truth. It's your truth. Mm. My truth is if I decided to get married at 22, it was not an option for me. As now I'm 27, if I decide I'm getting married at 27, it's not an option for me. I can't wake up tomorrow and decide to mm. get married. Like it's not going to, it doesn't work that way for yeah, me. But, um, Diola, I, I also can't decide to get married tomorrow, right? My basis of that statement was not me just saying I can just do bam and a bride falls down from the tree. Do, be your life like roll, roll your roll your nose and roll your eyes. I'll be bam. Yeah. If I decide, sorry, if I decide to enter a relationship with someone today, mm. out of people that may be talking to me, I'm not in the position to decide the trajectory of that relationship. I can't decide that in six months I'm going to propose to this man because. Mm within our first one month i've already established that this person ticks all my boxes so it's just a matter of if the next no but you decided that the decision for, for marriage is mutual Diola. you're saying that's it no but it's not it's not started not from like it's not initiated like as much as you want to think oh yeah each person has a right system like it's not like it, it, the girl or the woman don't initiate it in this situation like a girl like two people in a relationship or initiate find... the question yeah the question that's what i'm saying right yeah, so but... yeah that's different though because the question is, is just a marker of of a two year, one year, three year relationship. I get that, Wally. But even I'm if you speaking take it, about that three year journey. I know, I know. But even that journey itself, even deciding to progress to the next level, the yeah. balance of power is still tilted towards the guy. Yeah, it's still tilted towards the guy, right? Because right now, because because right now, if you think about it, um, I'm trying to think of an example that works. But if to like, okay, guy asks a girl out and they're talking and they're doing all of that together. If the guy decides, okay, I want to take this to the next level, right? he might, like, he can initiate that, right? The best that women can do in that situation, the way society is designed, is sort of, like, hint and maybe ask questions. What are we questions? Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I agree with that. I yeah. agree with that. Yeah. Exactly. In order for the thing to progress, you can be like, yeah. okay, you do this, and then the guy will do that, and she'll progress him. Exactly. But, mm-hmm. don't put terms on don't put terms Okay, you guys, less, 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 okay. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so I mean, anyway. I think your point is quite valid, and and from that point, I I get what you're saying in terms of how things are structured, and I think we've actually had this agreement before in previous episode um, about about live, us knowing that in the real world, it's not women who do all the grafting; it's mostly men that do that. It's men who take yeah. the first steps. Mm-hmm. To, be, to to be when we did the episode about engagement proposals and performance, we spoke about how differences between when women propose what happened and what men propose. So yeah, hundred percent agree with that. In hindsight, fair point, the other fair point. Moving on from that, so are we all saying on this call, are we all single involuntarily then? Yes. Involuntarily. Yeah, and the condition they make fish bend. I mean, I don't, I don't want to be single. I want, I want to be with the love of my life. <laughs> Honestly, I don't. This, this single life is the ghetto. Trust me, it's the absolute ghetto. Okay, so for so so, can we, I just interject? Sorry, yeah, go on. Yeah. I've I've had periods where I've decided to be single, and 
yeah like it wasn't that long maybe just like a year in my actual life that I was like okay I'm deciding that okay maybe two years I was like I've decided I'm not going to pursue anything serious well that is long it doesn't make any sense for me right now mm. but right now in this condition I mean it's not my choice <laughs> it's not my choice it's just was thrusted on me and I'm making the best out of so like you know there's people listening now or people we see on Twitter Instagram who preach this you know insta vibe of you know single has benefits because you can be autonomous you can be flexible control over your life during transition etc um but you know single, being single has different benefits per se um what, what do you guys think about that, about that like about benefit of single in terms if you're if if you want to obviously you want companionship at some point um do you think about oh, well, right now I'm single, there's some benefits that they add to it, or you just say, nah, that's not even what I'm thinking about right now. Honestly, I would say this question is more of like an individual basis. Thing. Mm. Yeah, because some people generally want to be single. Some, some people generally feel like they have benefits of being single, like, especially when they are like successful in their careers, right? They feel um, successful in their careers and maybe they're not really um, family. Working towards getting successful in their Yeah, family and people. Some people, some people are just like that, right? And honestly, if it works for them, it works for them. For me on a personal basis, I, I, like I have thought of it and I cannot really... I can't really think of one very good reason, like one good pro of being single. Cause the only good pro is that you can. Sorry, what does that mean? You can be with whoever. Like, okay. If you, if you guys right. ask you out and you're like, oh, this, you're like, I want to be with this other person. You get, but it's still not worth it because. Again, back to the individual, like if is that what you That's want? Not, yeah. Because me personally, like Jella said, she has chosen to be single. I don't think at I certain ever, points, not now. At mm-hmm. certain points, maybe one year. I don't think I've ever like the longest I've gone, and I'm like, okay, you know what? Maybe I would. I think that was like 2019. Mm-hmm. That was like 2019, and it was yeah, that's 2019 after. Yeah, yeah. So that, like, maybe, maybe six I, more. I love this code right now. Like, <laughs> that, that you guys know. If, for, for anyone listening, Bella just putting I'm, her hand I'm, to the side, I'm left always, and right. I'm always. I'm, I'm so, like, and I don't even want to be. As much as people feel like, oh, I'm very independent, I'm doing this, I'm a go getter. I'm a very dependent person. Because <laughs> as, much, yeah, that's just, as much as I want to do stuff for myself, I also want to do stuff for my partner. Mm. And I want my partner to do stuff for me as well. So that's just like I, I literally, I literally can't think. I'm I'm thinking like as little as just having a bad day and wanting to talk to someone. I cannot I'll be talking to Dola for two hours. I'll be talking to other girls. Oh, 
Yeah. No, yeah. I, I love that you said that because you, what you're highlighting is the primary role of companionships that we all humans crave and need. Mm-hmm. And I think even though people list benefits of, about being single, there's many benefits that people list. I think that's one thing that people obviously ignore that sometimes trumps all the possible benefits yes, that there are. Well, please. Did did you make research about? Can you tell us some benefits that that we maybe yeah yeah sure as always I I got you I got you I got you so so there's one that says um being single as I said before can provide autonomy flexibility control over your life at a certain point when you have transitions um there's another one that says um being single for adults that are emerging and established it gives great mobility for education so you want to travel for school or work work opportunities than having a partner already fair enough mm. um also if you're this one is interesting so compared to those who are probably partnered up and married single people are more likely to receive to contact and receive help from their parents or siblings and single people are more likely to more likely than those married to give help and help from neighbors and or friends mm. Mm. can i can mm. i speak on yeah feel free um so i agree with the um the part about during a um, a season of transition i think i've said Mm. it before in a previous Mm. podcast that like that was for me as well when i was in a period of transition i was like i don't know what my situation is about to be like and there's no point as if i had been in a relationship for a long time before going into that period it would have been great to have that level of support going into that. Mm-hmm. But yes, there was a benefit at that time because I was like, I can decide to move to any country I want, start my life all over. And I was young enough to do that because I'm like, it, it was fine at that point. I wasn't craving the things that I'm now craving within my life within, because like now I'm more settled with work. I'm more settled with myself. Mm-hmm. And I, and that was like a fine period for me to be single until like I figured things out now I don't see the benefits as Biola said we we spend a lot of time talking and all of that Mm -hmm. and our talks are we've kind of given each other a pass (laughs) we've given each other a pass to be like you can call me as much as you need to I can call you as much as I need to and there's no atom of guilt or I'm disturbing this person between me and her it's not everybody that has that level of. I mean, other people, other people feel like we have a very unhealthy. Yeah, <laughs> but, but like we kind of need that for each other at the moment. Yeah, mm. it's not everybody in this world that's going to. We are even. I feel like I and Diola are even lucky we have each other because even mm. some people who are in situations like us don't even have that female companionship. Yeah, yeah. how they feel. Because yeah. that's the thing. There's a matter of even when um, someone said, "Oh, you can ask for help from your family, or you can ask for help from your siblings and everything." My siblings, we came out from the same womb and everything, but they didn't sign up for me to be dependent on them. They didn't sign up for to be my companion. They didn't sign up for yeah. that. It's just a situation mm-hmm. of we came from the same womb and we've grown up together. Mm-hmm. my parents they're also entering a season of being dependent on me so how mm-hmm. much can I like I think even maybe Biola and my dad are probably my my dad suffered at some point in my life because <laughs> I was calling this he just even just called me now calling back I was calling this man morning evening because like literally that was like the the main support and he also gave me that pass of like obviously I'm here for you but yeah. I also want to be in a, a stronger position of being solid for them and having them lean on me rather than me 
leaning on them. And I, I'm, I'm actually going to counter that sibling because if you have a rich husband, the rich husband will even be the one to My main point with the relationship thing would be like when you sign up to be in a relationship with someone, you're signing up to be that person's person. There's like a spoken, written, written if you're married mm-hmm. and, or unwritten if you're in a relationship where it's like, I love you and I support you and I'm here to give you that support if you need it. And I'm here to, I'm, I'm, and I hope you're also here to let me lean on you if I need it. That's what you're signing up for. So like as much as, yes, I'm so grateful to Bobiola in my life and everything, but it's like, she, if even that support, there's only, there's only so much support that I feel like it's not aspect. That's an aspect. She's all right. Of like, yeah. There's that like 360 support that you get from being in a relationship um, mm-hmm. from companionship to finances to mental um, mental health support to strategizing. I like that word, 360 support. Like, yeah. like strategizing mm-hmm. your life yeah. and then building your next steps. Especially yeah. like, so, I, brother, can I can I say can I say something? Yeah, sure. You said that, and 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 this is me like counter like getting my that other <laughs> point as well. You said when you were younger, it was easier for you to just transition and just up and say, oh, yeah, I'm going to go my masters in Ireland, and yeah, that's it. And that's one of the points Wally gave as yeah. well um but now no definitely like even i was about to say even now the the equivalent would probably be like okay maybe wanting to change jobs and and so that's so, so wait, wait, so hold on okay. so like wanting to change jobs now i don't think i would i would want like i think i would rather do it with someone with me that can help me like say does this make sense does this not make sense can, that can help me weigh the pros and cons and for somebody to have a bit of an anchor in how I make my decisions yeah. for me to be able to say okay so, that's so, so you know what we are saying the same thing yeah I'm, I'm good like, so, I'm, so I feel like I feel like there's any benefit that would, I feel like that would like the same thing that's happening now could have could have as well happened when you were that 23 trying to Get into and like, I think for me at that point, I Mm. didn't need that anchor. Mm. And there are people in life that don't need that anchor or don't need that um, compass that helps them kind of strategize the next steps, and that's fine for them. I'm not that person, like, I don't see anything wrong in being that person that is a little bit like people. I think it's still a matter of like growth then. It's still a matter of like growth as well. I think growth and, growth and personal preference as well. Like mm. some people don't want anybody to weigh in. They think they've got it on their own. And I I feel like one of the thing, one of the reality shocks, especially when moving abroad, is that I moved abroad, I made friends and not through anything that I did, but like my friendship circle scattered. Mm. at some point towards the end of my master's and I was like by myself and I didn't really have any support in that moment and everybody was dealing with their own life and there was nobody really looking back to be like is Diola okay is Diola okay with everything that she's going through and that was one of the realities mm-hmm. you were not physically there <laughs> you were not physically there so there wasn't any support in that sense and I would have loved like if I imagine if I had moved with 
my partner at that point and yes yeah, so i still had my friends but when the friends went there i knew that they so were- Diolaji, wait Diola, do you not get my question i'm saying i mean I I that it was okay for you not to have that when you were 22 23 but now saying- it's okay to want to have that no, i'm not saying no, that no. i'm not yeah. saying it's okay or not okay i'm saying that my mindset at that point was like i'm fine either way yeah there are other people that they wanted that anchor for themselves and that is also a fair point like if at that age and at that point you want that anchor and you want that person that support it's great for you mm-hmm. and if something like truly and truly and whatever people say um truly mm-hmm. and fairly some people go their whole life wanting to be 100 independent wanting to make decisions by themselves for themselves and never having family yeah. support anything and they just yeah. think that's how life is supposed yeah. to be yeah. exactly yeah. I, I, I wish we had someone wait so 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 the thing about it is that i think yeah like there are people like that but i think you know this conversation and the idea for these topics for those that don't necessarily want to be single or are open to not being single um and then you know just talking around that but and 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 also for those who want to be honest about what is finding what's best for them for them yeah yeah yeah. So, so I had a question though, as Diola was sort of like sharing, uh, and it's sort of like around this. And obviously, we're speaking about ideal situations, ideal relationships where things are going well, right? Because I'm sure some devil's advocate somewhere is staying, saying, "Oh, well, yeah, assuming the man that you're going to be with will be giving you all these things, I like, can give you more wahala and things like that." Like we know yeah. that's like, yeah, for <laughs> yeah. So we, we we know there's that here. But the question I want to ask here is sort of like, so now that these are all the things that you know we probably all want you know the support and things like that in dating i don't think these conversations i don't see them come up i don't hear them come up and sometimes when you bring them up it feels a bit too aggressive right so it's like everybody wants this end point we don't call <laughs> no wait no no no, uh, no I, I, i'm not judging maybe that's why i'm still single maybe that's why because it will come up, oh, maybe that's why. Exactly. So, so, so that's why, because as you're talking about all these things, I'm trying to think, uh, okay, if that's the kind of person that you want, I'm trying to now backtrack into when you meet the person, how does that conversation yeah. go? Because I know a lot of us spend our days doing best color, best this, um, where did you grow up? So, and obviously, me, the, <laughs> sorry, Dale, I'll go, go. So yeah. let me give you an example of the way, like I phrase that particular question. So it's like, um, of one aspect, let's say like relocating for work. That's something I always ask, like if I'm yeah. talking to someone. So I always ask, like, um, so if I get an opportunity, time of my life, like whatever, whatever, to move to like right now, I'm, I live in Ireland, to move to the UK or to move to Canada, and you're able to get an equally an equal level job within your situation, are you willing? Really to, nice. Are you are you willing to move for me? Yeah. Are you willing to move for me? And like I, I just gauged like the person's response on that. I don't, I don't think that's a fair question. Well, no, no, everybody always, everybody always says yes. Apart, they always, always, they always say except Nigeria. <laughs> they were like, I'll move anywhere except Nigeria for you yeah. if I'm, if, if I can maintain my status within where I am. So I'm like, what if your status reduces a little bit, but mm. my status increases so much that it compensates for that? Mm. Those are the kind of questions like I need to know because I need to know like the level of support I'm possibly what? to get from well, let it touch a man look at him <laughs> 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 no no i'm no okay i don't know okay, what well, you know. <laughs> Cl- clarify what you said is an unfair question clarify first 
Wait, and did I say word unfair? Okay, we, yeah, maybe yeah, unfair yeah. because I, I think it's such a heavy question to ask somebody. Um, only, 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 how how long can you? But how long can you avoid the question? That's let, me, let me try and justify the question, right? Yeah, I mean, just right. my point. I say it's, I say it's unfair and heavy question because first of all, what you said is an hypothetical situation. Yeah. Right. And you're requiring for for, for something that's hypothetical, which may not happen. You're requiring a response of a, of a response that would a response that would be a response of reality. Yeah. Right. And that means you're putting them in a state whereby they should feel as if that's really happening, while you are in a normal state. Right. Well, wait, 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 hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Let me finish. I'm holding on. I'm holding right? on. Finish. And in doing that, and in my, I believe in doing that, they are always pressured, no matter what, to give you an answer. That will make yeah. that 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 ambience of, of conversation. I mean, I've, I've had other people. I've had I've had other people say you know, upfront, like, yeah, like say no, like these these are there, and it's I fair feel play. Like and, and 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 if that happens, right? Understand people's boundaries and understand exactly. what other, like yeah. the level of support somebody's willing to give you, and it's it's just one of those traumas yeah. that people call yeah, it. Yeah, but now if they say that, we should not ask. <laughs> no, 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 no. So, so, I, 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 no. So so I think it's different if both people are. Hypothetical questions are never. I don't think they're aggressive. No, it's not. It's not aggressive. But I think yeah. if if both people are in different locations, that's fair. I get that. I mean, but from what I've said is, you're born in the same place, right? Yeah. And then you're not mm-hmm. asking, "What if I move somewhere? What?" No, I'm not making the decision to move. What if the opportunities comes, present yeah. for yeah. us to do to this move. as a family unit? And their benefits for both of us because I wouldn't be wait, selfish but enough. Wait, but you're not married now. Like you're not even I, exactly, I'm, exactly. You've never gotten to that position. You're not there yet. Wait, now. wait, wait, wait. Calm down, wait, like wait. While we're married, not when we're dating. When we're yeah. dating. Oh, yeah. do you mean married? During marriage, like, oh, yeah. Like, oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah, that's yeah. And this opportunity comes up because I feel like that's oh, yeah, know. then okay, yeah, so then, then yeah, relax, um, okay, 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 then then that's fine. Sorry, my bad. Relax, but also, like, no, I don't know, no, but also, I, I feel like what I can ask, would you move? Yeah, but but I, I think the other part is, I think we're getting a bit too hung up on like the exact question. I think the idea is, and maybe the point you're like trying to make, and you can yeah. correct me if I'm wrong, is just understanding the person's thought process behind oh, life, process, and stuff. boundaries, what yeah. you can do, you understand, what is important right? To yeah. Do. Just those like asking things. questions that like you, you can kind of gauge the mindset when it comes to like prioritizing yeah, family. Even, prioritizing even that as well, like but will it count with countdown? So when people are when, when people are saying vows, when people are saying vows to love and to hold to death to what pass, isn't that an hypothetical you're thinking about? Where you're kind of like saying exactly, but you're kind of saying upfront that so that's what yeah, you're going to do. Yeah, so, but at that point, you are the point in relationship where where what that's that's a legit feeling. You're already semantics, married, man. No, that's, no that you're, is you're not semantics. Trying, no, Don't post semantics on me. No, what? Not everything's about feelings. Sometimes you actually just need to understand. People have boundaries, like regardless of how I feel about someone, there's certain mm. things I know I'm capable of doing and there's certain things I know I'm not capable of doing. Like some people are like capable of being with somebody that already has a child. Some people mm. are capable, are not capable of being a step-parent. Like you kind of have an idea of it. Obviously, when you're faced with the reality of maybe yeah, being in that like, position. Yeah. Funny enough, sometimes you might not really know until you get no, to- When you're faced with reality, you can then kind of, like go from there like oh you thought you didn't think you could and now you can but just having an idea of like okay how big is your heart how 
just and then sometimes you don't even need to ask the question because you need an immediate answer you just need the person to think mm. in that mind frame of like okay what, what would I do what is important yeah. to me like for instance that kind of question about moving now it could spring up the fact that for instance the person's family is based in the city they're already in or we're all in and then the person just realized that wait so I actually don't wouldn't want to be far away from my family so I don't think that's something I, I would be willing to do for anyone or mm. the person being like oh actually yeah yeah and then obviously if I can if if you can ask that of me that means when next opportunity comes I can ask that of you like just getting the person to think bigger sometimes mm. that's why you, you need to ask this question okay, okay. I mean fair enough um um I, I get your point let's um yeah I, I think I mean on? yeah yeah I'm yeah. trying to move on because I think we're going on and on and on about it. Yeah. And, and no, I was even going to just ask about uh, about when sort of like those kinds of conversations can start. Is it like you know when there's attraction and the conversation has started? Or I something? I don't know. Um, no, I'm not I, asking you. Okay, okay. okay. You. Well, for everyone listening, uh, they can try and. But yeah, but let's move on to talk about other things as well and, and maintain the theme of um. Right, so I think we've all we've all agreed that nobody here is single voluntarily, right? Which I think great. Um. I think the funny thing is that also kind of um, revolves some research I read as well, where a lot of people, a lot of people, well, not a lot, but many people find about just just under half people who are single find that being single is not empowering, and most people are disappointed to be single, or thirty eight percent, which is which is quite a lot of people from study that I read. But before we go into the idea of being involuntary single, um, what do you think? What in any kind of world will make a single life satisfying if you hate physical touch okay if you are obsessive compulsive about like your space and don't like other people moving things around and you don't like other people in your space if you enjoy solo activities um if you enjoy being autonomous and making decisions for yourself by yourself if those are the things that you enjoy naturally and then maybe single life is for you. Fair enough. Yeah. Bella, do you have any different answers uh, to that? Everything she said, um, if it feels like a real <laughs> <laughs> I'm done. <laughs> I'm done here. I'm going to cut it out. <laughs> I'm going to be talking right here. <laughs> We have like 13 and 14 year olds that listen to our podcast, please. So we have to be. Who told me that we have 13 year olds listen to the podcast? Okay, how about you, Toby? Go on. Um, I, I, I think for me, if, even from the you know, spiritual perspective, some people are graced to be single, right? Um, and you know, Sorry? that's kind of like some people are graced to be single or to be celibate for a long time as well. So, like exactly and sometimes i think paul even said this somewhere like if you can stay without being married like that's fine with you so i think there's also that aspect of it um yeah and and stuff like that so yeah i think there are definitely benefits and it all depends on personality i don't think everybody's meant to be yeah but i'm asking like is anything to you that will make a a satisfying single life oh everything they've mentioned right and i think from a guy's perspective from a guy's perspective well you just want Told me to say he wants to be able to land out and yeah. you know? <laughs> no, it's more like so. Yeah, no, 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 no. It's like you can you can be more, I guess, quote unquote, self centered about the decisions that you're making. Like, um, you don't have to put so many things into consideration. But to be fair, I don't think the difference for a guy is a bit. Di- 
different because even as a guy at some stage even if you don't have a primary family to be taken care of you know you do like in some kind of way the pressure of the house in some way shape or form you have to sort of like bear some of that um although that that also happens for women these days but i'm just saying as a guy that's kind of like a thing as well um and yeah for me obviously it's just a lack of additional responsibility to be fair even the bible also says it like as a married man your the things that are on your mind and are bothering you are mostly about your family and things like that and so not having that yeah. to deal with could thank you thank you for saying that i want to actually life. read out something yeah. to everybody that i saw that i thought was very powerful i'm trying to find it mm-hmm. real quick and as i'm let me just talk in this space while i look <laughs> for it just because, because i can just edit it to go no 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 because it was yeah. it was so it was a book i was reading right and the book is an old book and it's titled what men and women want Mm. right and what women want and of course you can trust the book is from an an academic um, research based Mm. um, angle right Mm. and one thing that I saw yesterday so I read this book during my train delays yesterday it was ridiculous and and one thing that I saw that that struck me was um, a part in the book where they were talking about um, what women wanted from men Mm. right and it was talking about the idea of a domineering man but it, but what I then read was something I think most men mistake for what domineering should look like. And I want to try and read it to ladies as well. Maybe they give their perspective also. So again, book is our book titled What Men Want. And it's written by John Marshall Townsend. And the question goes from, from page seven. It goes, we see that women are turned off by domineering men. But they're attracted to men who appear confident, self-assured, and capable. Full stop. Men who appear weak, ineffectual, and easily dominated by others are less able to protect and help a woman and her offspring. And women seldom find such men attractive. Now here's a point which I highlight. The winning combination is a blend of traits, colon, skill, strength, and dominance in dealing with the outside world. And warmth, protectiveness, and nurturance within the family. Mm. Now, next, next sentence, which is now putting that into a practical language. As a highly successful woman physician phrased it, I want someone I can respect, dot, dot, dot. A man that I can have confidence in, dot, dot, dot. A strong man with one weak spot. And that is me. And our family. We are so dear to him, he will do anything for us. But with everyone outside the family, he'll be able to walk over them if he has to. <laughs> and I thought I was like, damn. Damn, that is the formula. That is the formula. That is it. What well, what what do you think, ladies? Um <laughs> no, because I think. I think it's similar to kind of what I said in a in a way where it's like, let me get my words, let me get my words right. <laughs> let me try to help you out because I think like why that struck me was given the same theme. So we spoke about the Peter Bond syndrome in an episode previously where we spoke about men being being mature and, and, and what, what maturity looks like for men. And I think when we try to navigate women and you know sexual landscape of of finding mates, it's like. Some of us confuse, okay, well, when do you show dominance? When do you show strength? When do you show, um, you know, the idea of being a man who can protect, et cetera, right? 
But I think seeing that quote and in, in, in that phrase just put everything in perspective where it's like, as a man, a man shouldn't lose his ability to be a monster, right? He should have that ability, but at home, he has to be like somebody who becomes, goes from a monster to being warm, protective, and nurturing. Yeah. And but in the outside world, he maintains that mon- monster status. And that, and that for me just struck. And I thought I'd just share that with you guys. Yeah, I think I agree with the whole, um, the weak spot part where it's like, the priority is the, why. like, that's why I was saying, like, with regards to being single and like, even like having external support, like from a friend or something like that. I'm not Viola's weak spot in any way, shape or form. So there's only so much that the other person is willing to do for me, with me, in order to achieve our joint goals or achieve my goal or help me achieve my goals. So definitely like having somebody that prioritizes you above the external world and is willing, obviously there's everything is within reason and within like capabilities and there's only so much you would even ask somebody to do for you in some scenarios and mm. everything, but or the person wouldn't know that they have to do, but knowing that they they are willing to or like they would like to like that kind of like perspective yeah. like you are the yeah. priority and anything you can you can do for me is always greatly like appreciated, appreciated. Like, yeah. I know that yeah. you're my priority and I the other stuff about being a monster on the house, not you don't necessarily have to be a monster, monster, but like, no, I, when it comes, I don't like think if, monster if, signifies being, if, being aggressive. If the outside world is creeping in on our goals, knowing that you would push and prioritize the family unit or whatever, like that's that's fine. Like, okay, so I, um, with that in mind, then let's 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 talk about the involuntary aspect of being single and talk about what we think are things that make people's involuntary status stay that way right toby Sorry. yeah um no no just as i answered the question I oh wow quick oh geez okay, okay. <laughs> right into no. it <laughs> <laughs> no no there's no no to, no to be fair it, sometimes it, it's a bit straightforward i think involuntary singleness sometimes can come from um like preferences that you have as a person and how much you let that affect the choices that you make in terms of a partner Right, you know, we I think we read this book, How to Not Die Alone, and there was a thing about like the yep. four very good book for anyone who and, hasn't read it, How to Not Die Alone, a modern guide to dating by Logan Yuri. Yeah. Do you have you read the book? I think I need to read it. <laughs> no, honestly, it's yeah, it's, no, it's a, a great book. It's a good. Um, so Logan Yuri is she's the head of she's head of something at the dating app Hinge, and she has an academic background. Hinge. Anyway, yeah, yeah. yeah. I think I might actually already have the ebook. Let me yeah, check. yeah. But essentially, it was just like four types of people and the kinds of um, red, not red flags, but things you need to watch out for because you're more likely to make choices based on that. So either those that are perfectionist or, you know, those that sort of like let themselves be walk over. She used very perfect terms to describe it. But anyways, Max, I think for me, most of it has come from... The three maximizer. Maximizer, yeah, the maximizer. Right, yeah. Um, and all of those things, yeah. So for me, just looking back and just looking through the history and things like that, I think before it was, I think I'm more of a maximizer. So I'm trying to find someone that checks a bunch of boxes and fits into like a kind of mold that I feel like I'm ready for. Um, And sometimes to be fair, like I I would say I found that, but maybe I'm not that for that person. So sometimes 
you find all you want in somebody, mm. but the person doesn't think you're kind of like all that for them in some way, shape, or form. So, so not to like, you know, just uh, shit on anybody's personality, but just people want different things. So, and in some cases, it's just life happening. So maybe you're, you're somewhere for three months, you, you know, like this person, you know, you get to know this person and things are going well. But like practically, things don't necessarily look like they can make sense. Either someone has to go back, you know, six or eight hours away. And maybe one person isn't feeling like long distance is something that they're up for. So there are other like situations that can come up, like life just happening and people trying to be practical with the decisions that they're making. So um, that's kind of like my own perspective here. Sha. But isn't that isn't that funny how you can you can think somebody's everything for you and yeah, like yeah, like sorry you don't you don't cut it for me. It's weird because like, <laughs> we never see that part of the I, in fairy tales. I think one person always comes around in some kind of way, but reality is very it's quite different. Um, the yeah. the best movie about that. I mean, they almost kind of had happy endings. Was like he's just not that into you. Ah, uh, okay, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So. Yeah, I think one one very important thing that like we I, I feel like we kind of um are missing out is compatibility as well. As much as we want we don't want to be single, right? Um you actually don't want to now get engaged like to someone or like get married to someone that you're going to end up is going to like you can see that you guys are not compatible and um you just choose to just whatever so i feel i don't know i feel like that's like one of the key things because as much as you you can find everything you want to someone like toby said earlier um yeah, your doesn't mean the also sees the same doesn't mean the person might even see the same and you might see the same and both of you are choosing each other but doesn't mean you guys are good for each other in the long run so i feel like as much as you know we don't want to be single like it's not voluntary um it's still exactly so okay so that's a good point um i think toby sorry you go yeah yeah, I just wanted to throw like a, I won't call it a spanner in there, but I'm just wondering like, so at what, like what variables become too much to consider? Like at what point are you adding too many variables to the context and then risking being the perfectionist type of, um, you know, character where you're just thinking about too much that in the long run, maybe you think they would matter, but maybe they're not, they're non-essentials if you look at it from a different perspective. But I mean, I feel like I feel like the key thing, the key thing, or the key things are choosing someone and then yeah. also choosing you back. Because if there's, you know, a direct choice, a direct consideration, and not like it's easier because I know I know. Okay, you take seven out of ten of my boxes, and I'm willing to compromise on those three things. And I'm looking at it, I'm like, okay. What are the things I can live with? What are the things I can't live with? If you then find that person and that person also mm. finds you and then person also, maybe you take six out of 10 of your boxes and they're like, okay, you know what? These four other boxes. Yeah, I really, it should have been nice, but I can compromise on that and everything. And then both of you now decide, okay, this yeah. is a good match. So, yeah, I mean, you cannot generally i don't think i'm a very picky person right but i know there are some things that i want there's some things i see me i don't even know if i have a spec 
<laughs> and I'm glad you mentioned being being picky because from from what I did as well, the research just shows like there's three main predictors of of being involuntary single, and it was very funny to read. And one of them is flirting capacity. Second one is um, choosiness, which is being picky. Yeah. And third one is ability to perceive signals of interest. Hmm. Now, why now 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 why flirting came in there? Even though we think flirting is trivial, but here's why flirting capacity is is, is um, important according to what the paper wrote. And it's a person's quite popular, it's a Greek guy or lady. So why flirting is. It's why the flirting ability is very, very important now is because the system of marriage began mostly arranged, right? Mostly on a political need, mm-hmm. mostly on a, um, you know, it's, it's a systematic kind of Arrange. arrangement, mm-hmm. right? And that way we had, you know, at, at that point, flirting capacity was not particularly something to dis- discount um, people from, you know, getting, finding a partner, right? Mm-hmm. And if you're poor at flirting, and by flirting doesn't mean just saying some stupid pickup line, but would just mean generally charm, yeah. etc. Right? If you're poor at flirting, it just means that at that point it didn't imp- didn't impair any kind of um selection motion, with yeah. yeah. But now mating, sorry, I'm using that word, um, dating, and and finding partners is now very very independent and left to us to fulfill ourselves. Mm-hmm. And that means that we then have to then find a new signal. To, to biologically speaking, to convince, so like the peacock would, 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 would pull out its, its flowers to, to the female peacock, show that I'm, I'm a bad guy in town. We also then need that through our language, you know, to convince the opposite. And some, obviously some guys do that to the extreme where they use it for evil means. But the point is, we, our society has not always had this flirting as a standard thing that we humans have had from time because mm. cause, cause finding partners was never in the case of dinner on ourselves. So it's only this our century that we had to pick up that as a tool. So that's why that made it into the list. And of course, Mm -hmm. next one is choosiness, being picky, right? Um, Being very selective, you know, if someone doesn't, as Bila just said, if you don't select certain boxes, you just, if if, if you don't select all the boxes, say no, no, um, you won't give somebody an easy opportunity to date you. And of course, finally, how do we know we have a good ability to know signals that somebody likes us or, in, or has the best interest interest in us mm. in us yeah that yeah. that last one is an is like an interesting one um yeah. because yeah it's also it, i guess i won't say it relates to love that languages one is, that one is very hard yeah it's that hard is, because <laughs> to me because to me once you have once you have feelings for the person like <laughs> Your radar is down and it's down bad, like it's down bad, mm. and you just feel like, yeah. And if the person is giving you, it's like breadcrumbing you, mm. you know, you might just feel like <laughs> the bread, the breadcrumbs have arrived again. This conversation, arrived again. <laughs> exactly. And you're, you're holding to the crumbs like a loaf yeah. of bread, you know, <laughs> and that one is hard. Child. I mean. Yeah, growing up and having experiences, you learn. You have to learn. But but like, yeah. what do you guys use to? If, if 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 that's the hardest. Wait, first of all, are you guys picky? I think you both are picky. To be honest, no. No, no, no I'm not. So I'm not. Wait, hold on. I 
I am not Diola. Is yeah, Diola. Sorry, yeah, sorry. You're not picky, actually. Yeah. Diola is very, very picky. Hold on, hold on. I am not picky, but there are some certain things, and they are very random. Diola and Toby are picky. Diola and Toby are very, very picky. I don't think I don't think I'm picky. No, I'm not picky, but there are some certain things I can for the life of me, I cannot, I cannot ignore. Yeah. Right. Mm. Number one, if you are stingy, please just get out of here. Like I don't even really care. Honestly, I agree. <laughs> so so, so yeah, and then okay. those things are just yeah. I just hold on to those to things. To clear my name. I, to clear my yeah. name here, right? So I feel like my name, I feel like I feel like in the market, it depends on where I am. Like in certain markets, if what I want is hard to find, I'll come off as a picky person. But I think in certain cities, I definitely spoil for choice. That's kind of like what. How I many markets like. are you in? You're just in one market, bro. <laughs> no, no, bro. I've, I've spent time in other places yeah, now. Come on. <laughs> so for example where i am right now just based on the things i like and my preferences i think the kinds of kinds of people that i tend to like in my immediate environments they're few and far between um I'm, i think even people i talk to understand that as well in nairobi for example i feel like i would probably oh, have quite. more yeah i'd have more of options in that sense and maybe in nigeria at some point but again maybe i'm just speaking about grass is green on the other side as well but i think in certain context like um, who I who I like and the kind of people that I like are kind of like spread across and mm. in some places they're in heavy concentration in other places they aren't and I just happen to be in one place where they aren't is what I would say Dale how about mm. you I can clear your name yeah, I you no she can't she can't she can't she can't she can't she can't so I think you can't you can't you can't let her try let her try I don't think I don't think I'm messing with her that's Oh, okay, there's only one specific physical type. There's only one specific personality type. There's only one specific. Like I don't think I'm picking in that sense. I am picking in the sense of there's always a vibe when I like someone. I know there's a vibe that grows or there's a vibe that comes up, and I know when the vibe is not there. Like you could be great, have a great personality, somewhat attractive. Not Can you there. explain the vibe? I cannot. I cannot. The vibe is like Lamba. Lamba is Lamba. The vibe is the vibe. Like, um, the vibe is the vibe. Yeah. Okay, they're like, you need to read that book. Go read that book because yeah, <laughs> you need to read that. Yeah, book, so actually. so I think you should read that book. So, so I think I think with me there, I I put myself in the in positions with several types of people to mm. see if the vibe can. Oh God, that sounds so. Anyway, we get you girl we get you i put myself in situations to see if the vibe can grow i don't yeah. dismiss people if the vibe isn't there immediately but mm. i felt the vibe and i and yeah fair enough the, those situations did not work but i know it's more about me like me being willing to put in the effort because like if i if the vibe is not there i'm not the best person to be in with, the relationship yeah. mm. i'm not the i'm not the I'm not doing things to the best of my ability, and that is not fair to another person to be to get a fifty percent. You are scum, basically. When you went, you are scum. Women are scum. Yeah, just No, but like I think, into your point, I think to anybody who also has this vibe, then I think not my advice, but what's what's been working for me is for like the last one year, I've, I've been on a pursuit of trying to right. find like. <laughs> 
words, concepts, explanations for things that I feel that I cannot explain or I, I, or, 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 or I can't articulate. Because whenever I find a word for something or someone explaining a phenomenon that I'm going through. No, or, I know how to, I know how to explain it. I know how okay, it feels. Okay, so what is the vibe? Can you put in words? So for me, the vibe is like what I was trying to explain earlier. I was like, I'm willing to do things for the person. There we I go. feel I feel safe with the person. There we go. I feel my guard is down. I don't feel the need to filter myself. Mm. And I feel that the person is also there for me and so and wants to be and wants <laughs> and wants me in the same way I want them. Yeah. yeah. Obviously. So that is how the vibe manifests and everything. Mm. Unfortunately, I would still hold on to that vibe, even if situation changes on the other person's end. That's what now makes it like, okay, was there really ever really a vibe? I'm like, yes, because I'm still holding on to what was initially there. Mm. And now mm. things have changed. My feelings yeah. don't just evaporate. It's not like just life because. Work like mm. that. Mm. So mm. Yes, so that's kind of my best way to um yeah explain i think that's fair um, i think that's fair so it's it's annoying chasing like if obviously if my um my specifications were like education level height looks maybe not looks but like certain things where like that can be easily quantified to be yeah. like this person has this level of education this person lives in this city or this person does ticks all these boxes then it would just be like I would just date, like I'll be I'll be married yeah. by now <laughs> because, yeah. like okay yes you've ticked you've ticked the boxes but I don't think I would I would I would never like I would never I don't think I would be happy marrying someone solely based on ticking boxes mm. like the boxes will be ticked and like Bella said I would be scum I would not be the best version of myself and that situation is doomed to fail from the start. I don't think, like, I'm really trying to save myself here. Like, I don't think the vibe is something that you know immediately. I mean, there's a situation where, situations where, like, I've known immediately, situations where friendships have grown into the vibe, situations where intentions have been set, and then I've had the vibe because of the person's inten- intentionality. Mm-hmm. So there have been different um, situations where the vibe has, the vibe, <laughs> the vibe has manifested <laughs> itself. Yeah. But, like I said, that yeah. there's no formula to wizard. by god's grace amen vibe, no but i think like <laughs> i'm glad you said that because I, I wanted you to be able to articulate that yeah. so that so that people can also hear you do that because i think our, our brains get lazy to pick pick out what we actually want the, the feelings you actually want to say because i know even when you, even when you spoke earlier about about telling somebody that that how did our life look like if you had to move just to help them unlock their heads. I think sometimes like, like we don't do that to ourselves as well, where we say, okay, I'm feeling a certain way with somebody, but, but I just like, it's a vibe. But what is actually that vibe? Can you put that into words and, and define it as well? Mm-hmm. Um, but the key point from what we've just said is, and from what we've also agreed is, I think, um, you know, if, if you have like this low flirting capacity, if you, have, if you can't perceive signals of interest appropriately, and if you also are very, very picky, you have a very low chance of escaping the involuntary singleness. And this mm. is according to research, not what they say in it. So the, don't come from my head. Second point, the second point you had, I think I had an issue with that, but I'm doing better. I'm not being able to 
like no when people liked me i was just like oh if you don't think i like yeah. you i'll just be like oh it's I, hard to go off of not i thought you were being nice yeah because me when i'm like that i'm just being nice i don't like you i just think i'm just being nice yeah so my niceness may even come across as flirtatiousness and it's yeah like, standard you know, but you know, there's the flip side to that, right? Because um, the other people, when you're just being nice and they're reading a lot into it, right? So I think um, when was it to like do this Wallace thing of having a PDF, or maybe there's like a ah. yeah, maybe there's like a I don't know short version that you can just have on your face or something. Because like sometimes you know me, I'm the kind of person that I like to be direct, and so if I'm not direct with you, then you know just take it as it is. Like that's what's going on, right? Don't read anything else into everything else. Um, and I, for some other people, it's it's kind of like if there's a nice enough vibe, they feel like you have attention. I, I do think like men, have an, men have a very serious issue with being direct mm. in the name of not wanting to hurt somebody's feelings and it's bullshit. Yeah. yeah. They yeah. say it as it is. Like, say I like you, but I don't like you enough to date you. Say mm. I like you, but I want to date other people. Say <laughs> I like you. And please, and also please say it from the beginning. Don't come and say <laughs> No, 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 wait now. Wait, wait, wait. What if they no, what if they don't know at the beginning now? What if they don't know? What is why this is why personally change. Personally, I have a three months, a three months talking stage. If after three months you don't know what what your direction is, is it left or is it right? Is it forward or backwards? Fair enough, fair enough, fair enough. To be I think the second person or I mean a couple of people have said it as well. For someone else puts it as if she notices a guy is paying her more attention right from the guy even if she doesn't like or like the person or not she just asks up from like what do you want like, <laughs> like, yeah, like, like on the other hand if i notice somebody is paying more attention and i'm not interested i'll be like i'm sorry i i i can tell you're starting to like me but know that i'm not interested in having a serious relationship with you, so oh my god <laughs> no but sometimes if you <laughs> say that they're now um oh but i don't i just want to be friends oh, like, Elen- okay, Elenu. Okay, i'll just be like we're on the same page Elenu. 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 <laughs> 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 Lord Almighty. that's me uh but yeah um let, let's let, let's wrap this up um i just got one more question for you guys and wrap this up and this is about the stigma so I don't know how this might unfold in real life, but I'm just curious from a lady's perspective. Because um, I think from a guy's perspective, I think once we, once we are, once you have a girlfriend in your arm, a wife in your arm, you become more attractive, I believe. Um, anybody can say, <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> my point is saying that is, my point is saying that is, Sigma. <laughs> Viola's <laughs> history just in my head but <laughs> my point is saying that is like when you're when you're settled and you're married or when, even if you have a girlfriend it signals a mark out of something to society right it signals a marker whether, whether I would like it or not whether mm-hmm. it's a direct or subtle marker and, and that could be well A the guy is capable of you know holding someone down B is responsible enough to have somebody at his side whatever he can provide doesn't mean she cannot provide but he can provide to a means um if she's with him then he has something to offer these are these are just things that markers that are there that are just mm-hmm. there that people agree on um that i yeah. think most people agree on but, but from a woman's perspective i think if you're single do you think there are any stigmas that you guys face like for example do you feel like people treat you with less courtesy or less respect in society 
Yes, I do. Um, mm. I think when when you're consistently, I don't know how to explain it, but in family gatherings, if somebody comes in with a child, she's allowed to the big girl's table of mm. okay, ah, or marry that, ah, yeah, what shall I? Like, do you get that kind yeah, of vibe? Like, yeah. That's actually of, true, to be fair. I never thought like, about that. And when when you speak, it's like ah. Mommy told me, told me one sorrow, like this person's mother is talking, this person's wife is talking. So for some reason, so some people carry a level of respect to that. But the one that annoyed me, I'm sure Viola, you know this. Uh, Viola, mm, Viola was this, but now <laughs> when a married when a married person is trying to talk to you, like, well, you know, like if you go to church on on Sundays, the single service, it can, you know, like. <laughs> they will not start trying to give you advice on the best things to do within your own life because they're married. So, ah, they if, if so like marriage equals automatic said, knowledge. Yes. Like, okay. Now you're the PhD. Now you're the, <laughs> you're the professor in this relationship situation and you're, you're impacting knowledge on us illiterate mm-hmm. down here at the bottom. We speak to you in a very condescending <laughs> tone. Yeah. Like, like single, like single, like it's not. It's I not, don't keep it. <laughs> not like, oh, so like, that is so true it's like they, they they think they're elevated. We may not necessarily view them in that sense. Hmm. That's a very very good point you raised. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's a very very good point you raised. Um, Diola, have, I said Diola. Your names are so similar. It's annoying. Diola, Diola. Diola. <laughs> oh, mom, please. Me, they're elevated, and I view them as elevated. <laughs> an achievement, and I can't wait the, to also the, have. The question is: the question is, do you feel like there's any stigmas? It's not that, but we deserve the stigma because we're not single. <laughs> I'm thinking. So, for oh, example, like maybe people treat you with less, less courtesy, less respect. Do you see poorer service at no, the you're restaurants? The only sibling yeah, in terms now. of how do you that's going. What do you say? You're the only single sibling in your family. How is that going? I, but you're also the youngest child, so it could be either or. Do you... Exactly. So, like, they're not stressing me. I'm like, no one. Like, no one's talking everyone, about you. There's enough uh, grandchildren. <laughs> okay, but I mean, I get, and I'm going to say, like, I'm going to give a very good example, which is, like, what I, where I am now and mm. what I'm doing. So, I don't know if you guys know. I'm just going to. Try in there. Sure. I have a paint and sip restaurant. Nice. Paint and sip, sip restaurant in Lagos. Address. And <laughs> plug, plug. Honestly, plug. I'm like honestly. Sometimes I do feel like if I if I went through this process with a partner, I feel like it would have been so much easier. Mm. Um, in terms of like <clears throat> the workers, your landlord, my landlord dealing with my artisans, you get. I'm trying to get stuff like Dealing everyone sees you and everyone even staff. I don't know that wrong, <laughs> but even in terms of like staff, so everyone sees you and they're like, this girl, who is this small girl? She gets oh was bad, nothing. Like, what are you all about? So yeah, the stigma is definitely there. It's definitely there. So at some point, I I, I was calling my male friends. I'm like, please come and follow me to my landlord's place. Come and ask. Has my husband also <laughs> to come? Well, not husband, but my partner, mm-hmm. someone. Do you get? Because there's so many issues I had with, with my landlord. I felt like if I had a man beside me, I would have. Yeah. Because exactly because he would. It's, 
like i mean two more that's the exactly the, the respect is there like you know that okay this person has a partner and they're probably doing this together and all but i'm, just, I'm doing this as a single entity and it was really hard i'm not gonna lie it was, it was not definitely easy. It was not life whether you're running yeah. a business or like so yeah the stigma is definitely there and sometimes i actually felt it and i'm just like i actually wish i had someone mm-hmm. it would have been easier like i have no doubt that i know if he's the right person it would have definitely been easier because there are just some issues I was, I was having that if I knew that if I had a man, <laughs> like ah, question. There's no one that would just talk to me anyhow. No. So I have a question so, here. Yeah. And, and this one, this one's actually for Wale, but in relation to what you're saying, um, Bela, but it's like Wale. So you know, Bela is saying these things, and you know, Dela has also said it about having someone that they can make these decisions with, and you know, do all of that, leaning and support. As a guy, is that something you're looking forward to in like partnering up with someone, like being that person's sort of like shoulder to lean on and that kind of thing and being that support? Ah, interesting question. I don't, I, I don't think I think about it in terms of um, I'm looking forward to being somebody's. Um... So are you just looking into relationships as well? What's, what is in it no. for you? You're not oh looking at Oh my God, what did I do today? Do you let us know what it is in it? No. <laughs> I just what bring to the bring, table. Here we go. I mean, I'm I'm saying that I, I I don't I don't I'm being presented as as this guy, but anyway, I'm saying that like I don't like sit yeah. down and think about like um if if I'm married now, it would be nice that my wife can just come and tell me some issues and I'll and I'll solve them for her. I don't <laughs> think I think about that. But my natural self personality is I am sort of a fixer. Um, because anybody who knows me is that when when you have an issue and you tell me, I'm immediately thinking about how can we fix it? What are you doing? Yeah. What are you doing? Yeah. Etc. Whether that's something physical mm-hmm. to install a bulb in your house or that's or something technical. Yeah, I'm quite solution driven, <laughs> right? And and naturally, I think that will manifest in my relationships with anyone. Almost at the point where I might even get annoying. Um, but I do understand mm-hmm. the difference in gender there where we're talking about as a guy. I don't think about the fact that if I go somewhere, either by myself or, or, or by or by, by a woman, yeah. some, somebody look at me yeah. somewhere. Apply, yeah. I, I know that if I go to a restaurant and eat alone, nothing will happen. Nobody might think. Yeah, yeah I can't even enter a club without yeah. a man. <laughs> so, so, please, I'm going no, to but, Okay, but, but, but is it also like, is there like a but, huge element of the cultural thing here? I do appreciate, but, okay. but I'm beginning to appreciate the idea of of having a partner now that I'm I'm dealing with so many things now, because I think particularly in my in my in my, in my early early PhD days, like it's hard to articulate your issues to mm. people who are not doing a PhD because it's just hard to articulate it to them. Um, but I think when you then move on, when when you're then thinking beyond PhD, you're thinking about life stuff, right? So for example, um, I was in my friend's house who is married last week his wife and and i did i did observe how you know that partnership that you have with somebody who you're married to and is genuine and you've married for for quite a minute you, when you bounce things with them every time the the short course you're creating for your life is is so much easier because you, you're not control, thinking you're not, you're not thinking about anything by yourself <laughs> and yeah, some things just get exactly. easier in the I was, as i was just saying i was like ah so this is what they mean when they say mm. you know um 
having somebody to bounce off, mm. no matter how li- no matter how little it is, mm. you know. So so yeah, um, there's definitely value in that in terms of obviously when you're in companionship and everything. Um, yeah. but right. it's t- so as in ladies, let's let's bring this to a, to a, to a close. And I want to just say, you know, obviously thank you for for the for the roller coaster ride today. <laughs> and I have yeah. a point to make before before we go. And this hey, is Wally. this is almost a prophecy. You, you, you can say this is quite old school, but, but I'm looking forward to, particularly Toby and Diola, I'm looking forward to this time next year. Right. <laughs> this time next year. Viola, you know what they always say in, in, in all those, uh, all the aunties' houses? My worry. This time next year, Teba Wale, Emma, you come with your spouse. Amen. I think I think no matter what, yeah, even jokes aside, I think it is good to see that at least we we've all had stories on Twitter, on Instagram, on social media about people's relationships that have just been ridiculously chaos. And we just wonder how did you get to this point in the first place? And mm. I think one 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 thing I'm thankful for is that I don't think either of you, anybody on this call, will get into places out of pressure on society or get 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 into things that that will almost ruin, ruin your entire life. Yes, it's not that deep. It's, it's, it's not that deep. It's not that deep. But we'll be sad about not this, yet anyway. We'll, we'll be sad about being single, but we will not enter a disastrous marriage. Exactly, exactly. And I'm, I'm glad that today we pointed out the fact that. You know, people have individual choices to make whether they want to be single by choice or they genuinely drive derive companionship. And I don't think mm-hmm. either is a call for anybody to make as good or bad as Bill said at the start is an individual choice. But one thing we do agree on is that companionship is a fundamental of life in some sort. And even when you both are attributing to your friendships as companions and your friends, you also kind of should in a real life setting that even though your friendship companion is strong. It doesn't. It doesn't cover for the intimacy of, of a romantic yeah, partner, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. And that's something that Toby and I have discussed on podcast previously. So I'm glad people listening, guy, girl, no matter what age you are, um, some something that you can also appreciate and relate to. Um, but Biola, Diola, thank you so much for your time. Um, it's been two hours and one minute. I appreciate you taking our time. Mm-hmm. Thank you for um, having us. Again, plugs, plugs thank below. Diola, Biola will put your plug below in the description. Paint and sipping live, live and lucky. That's gonna go there for sure. And so, so that for everyone in Lagos checks you out as well. And Diola, I have nothing to plug. (laughs) 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 We'll plug your Instagram handle. We'll plug your Instagram handle. Um, Feel free to follow me. And you know, maybe that maybe maybe we have some 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 matchmaking to do actually on maybe someone someone listening right now. That'll be perfect for you. Diola's Diola's age. Let me just say, Diola's age um, bracket that she's looking for is between male, 28 to 32, <laughs> heights between 5'11 and, no, 5'9 and 6'1. And is that Diola or Diola? Diola. No, it's Diola. Diola, sorry, 5'11. Okay, sorry, 5'11 and 6'2. And no, it can keep going. Okay, which 5'11 and above? <laughs> Yeah. Right, no. and you have to have her vibe. If you want to know her vibe, rewind the podcast. Rewind the podcast. Very easy to get. Go on my TikTok. Go on my YouTube. Go on my Instagram. I'm very. 
I'm very open with how I live my life. And I love a girl with data points. Like, Honestly, like, I'm yeah. Sure people, <laughs> I'm sure people already know that my vibe is funny. That's, I don't know. Come on, check my Twitter as well. Check me Bella, out. Bella is a, is, a, is a busy CEO woman, so she doesn't play with um, no li- new men. No um, time, you got to be yeah. coming with decisions and you can be having indecisiveness. In, in, in you know so but again as we said on the podcast that should not be a fear that should be that's not be a challenge that should be a a something yeah. to spoil you on and on for us guys as well if you see any woman that you think is doing well in life that should, that should not hold you back you know that should actually push you forward and you know because that's what makes us get better as well um but yeah ladies thank you so much have a good evening um Biola, get home safe Diola, enjoy your nights in manchi and talk to you guys later. Good seeing you. I'm looking, right, forward to, I'm looking forward to being on the fourth episode. Fourth episode. Incoming. It's coming. It's coming. It's fourth coming. ring. It's incoming. Coming. <laughs> <laughs> uh, All right. All right, love. Take it easy. Bye bye. Thank you so much. Right. Goodbye, everybody. Bye bye. And now, a personal note to you, our listeners, to you listening right now. Thank you for listening to this episode of the LOPO podcast. Now we know that in our culture of 30 second content and quick sound bites, it makes it really hard to pay attention to longer form discussions. So regardless of what brought you here, we are grateful for your time. Do give us a five star rating and review if you like this episode. Also be sure to continue the conversation with your friends, your family and your colleagues. Another way to support us is by subscribing to us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts or wherever you're listening right now we release new episodes every monday but don't forget to follow us at the yellow pill pod on instagram and at yellow pill underscore pod on twitter to stay in touch with us during the week once again folks thank you for taking yellow pill with us today i'm your co-host wally as always and right next to me is toby and we both wish you the very best in the coming weeks till next time peace and love people peace and love <laughs>